0: D20
1: Radio, your gamers
0: is www.d20radio.com
2: Thief of years after a 45-year-old man was found dead of old age the gang found themselves at the high stakes tables of the venetian where supernatural entities and desperate mortals gamble not with money but with years memories and more here they met marid a confident charismatic gambler who succeeded in depriving voltaire of 300 years of life Now our little gang has come up with a plan to stop this age thief, hoping to trap him within a ring. Susan sighed as she left the table, glancing back at the chips that she left behind. I'll quit while I'm behind, the handsome, well-dressed young man had said, and I suggest you all do the same. She hadn't lost as badly as he or the others had, but 15 years was still a lot for a woman of her age, and she wasn't looking to suddenly finding herself in her late 60s. But she knew she wasn't going to win anything this night, and 60s were still better than her deathbed. As she left the casino, she felt the effects begin to take hold, her body wrinkling even more than it already was. I just wanted to feel young again, she whispered, waiting for her new age to settle in. But it didn't. The aging refused to stop. She gasped, unable to do anything more as she collapsed, feeling every moment as her body gave up her organs failing one by one, everything inside her shutting down. I just wanted to feel young again, she thought, as life finally left her desiccated form, joining the other two that had already succumbed.
1: <laughs> what? What the flip? How did, wait. We're ah, did this happened. What? Hold up, wait. What? Hold, hold, hold up now. <laughs> okay. Hold, did that happen in the casino, like the last time?
2: it happened as they left the casino they had already exited so they were
1: past the high stakes tables and past the
2: exit before it actually happened before the effects took hold yeah that's weird because i thought like
3: when you leave the table yeah yeah
2: the effects don't start immediately like the guy didn't start aging until he was already out on the casino floor
1: i like true but i also remember when you talked about like there was an actual like human who like wasn't at any of those tables that like the hostess was like you probably should quit while you're ahead and so he got up and you said that he changed like you we could see the effects of him getting younger as he was leaving the table
4: he was getting older and younger yeah well that's
5: the point the effects that were happening on these people weren't the effects of the house
3: <sighs> Great even
1: more unhappy i'm shook. I'm just not happy <laughs> I'm
3: shook. i started going through i didn't get i got up until the Seder guy and no further, because I should have started doing this days ago, but I'm going to drop all the clues we have received upon Thank arriving you. at the casino Thank in you. the you, Discord. Thank you, you
1: wonderful person. <laughs> I also love because most of them will not be applicable for Caden to use. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Since he was not there for most of it.
3: Nice, nice. Yeah. Yes. Mm, there you go. All oh, It's right. probably going to go out of get
4: order. Get three more victims.
3: Ah!
1: Lovely. And it happened outside the
2: casino. That's just... Oh. While we were
4: out and about making a plan and getting ready,
2: <laughs> and it's all Voltaire's fault. Huh? Wait, it's... you could you could view it as all his fault at least. He's you the could. one who said you should leave the table now. You should quit while you're behind.
5: Oh, rest in pieces, you poor unfortunate souls. Uh, let's see.
3: I didn't get anything in the morgue. I decided to jump straight to the casino because that's because I feel like <laughs> we didn't get too the much actual... in the
1: morgue. No, yeah. All we got was the red dust. Under the fingernails, mm-hmm. which was, uh, we found out more. We about found it originated in Arabia. It's sand. Yeah, it's sand. Mm-hmm. And okay. then we found out that he aged more than they anticipated. Like, and that's it. Like he should be much more crispy. Because it was, doesn't but.
3: seem like he, as a person, this is terrible. It doesn't seem like he, as a person, matters. Um, what, the first victim? The victim. Like, who he is. We've already been over this. <laughs> That's mostly what we got from right. the Mark. That's why I skipped it. Right. Yeah, so I, I didn't get super far oh, see, into right this. Thing.
4: So, where do we begin?
3: Um. How do we feel about the plan? Because I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't think we have enough information. I'm so... Uh, I don't like it.
2: I will say that you are missing... You Still. actually missed a couple things in this list.
3: Before this Seder, I missed some things? I wrote down everything that there How was. was with- well,
1: uh-huh. you did say you skipped the morgue part.
3: I did skip the morgue part.
1: We needed the morgue part. Apparently, there's stuff Is- in the morgue
2: Is part. Is
3: that the part that you missed, though? <laughs> uh,
4: good
3: question. <laughs> I say
4: we need every detail we
3: can. What? 10 gold poker chip. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Magical energy lets See, we all table. should have done this. We all should have just gone as through as it throughout the week. Yeah. So there is, like, the whole, like, there's an influence of a greater power here. I just assumed that was Fortuna. Mm. Is it not Fortuna? I did just assume that.
2: I am not going to tell you what it is that you missed, but you missed something. <laughs> oh, and I'm enjoying your guessing <laughs>
4: games. You oh, if somebody you? is... <laughs>
2: To be fair, to be fair, at least of the things you missed, at least one of them, I didn't put any extra emphasis on it. So I, I, it was definitely something that is easy to miss. Mm. I wasn't, I didn't be like, and then this. (laughs) Um. And what
1: about this?
3: Pre Seder (laughs) guy, pre Seder guy, for sure.
1: Because she only got notes up to Seder guy. think is what she's saying. Pretty sure it was before the same guy. Goodness me, now I want to listen to it all. I wrote down,
3: I mean, besides, like, his super white teeth, I wrote down everything. He shook everyone's (laughs) hands when he joined the table, I don't know. Um, Smelt of
1: smoke. Smelt of wood smoke. I'm still bothered by certain things about that whole
4: encounter.
3: I'm bothered by everything. I know you're bothered by everything. We've we've had multiple
1: discussions on this, Caitlin. I don't
3: don't feel good about this.
1: (laughs) Note to self, this is becoming much more stressful than we originally anticipated. It's like, oh, this could be great. It's <laughs> gonna be a fun campaign. Now we're just like, oh my gosh what's It's happening? not
3: stressful. You just handed me a puzzle. It is stressful. It's but a like yeah, it's, it's a
1: puzzle we can't fully solve because mm-hmm. we don't have all the pieces because we don't know where they are or what they Dude, are. I gave you the pieces. Jonathan you said.
3: Jonathan it. said we mm-hmm. have all the information we need for the party to figure it out. They've been given all the information they need. They have. So it's not even in like a little one of those little cutscenes that we haven't seen. That's
2: fair. Yeah, the party has been given all the, the information.
3: Not the players. Goodness I'm. God.
5: Well, we know how to bind him.
3: Do we? Do we?
1: Okay, so Caitlin's main point is still, she's not sure.
3: Why would he just say, you can call me Marid, unless, like, it doesn't, that doesn't matter. If, like, if that's what he actually is, then that can't matter, or he's just really confident. And then, Probably really confident.
1: And on top of that, it still doesn't make sense that, I mean, like, from what we know about Jinn, they tend to be immortal, So why would someone who is immortal be able to be betting on years of all things? It wouldn't necessarily matter to them. And then there's a whole part where after everyone left the table, we know that he felt invigorated. We could tell that that he just kind of like breathed in. He's like, yeah.
3: Why does he feel invigorated if he's immortal? Like what what
1: benefit does he get from all of these years? Why is he
3: stealing this?
5: You said earlier that something similar happens when you renege on a deal with a demon.
2: Um, that I did say that that is something that does happen. Mm-hmm.
4: There are demons who deal in years of life. so
3: Djinn are sometimes demons. Not all demons it's true. are djinn. But it's that's true. And not all Jinn are demons, but Jinn are sometimes demons. Yeah. Maybe
4: he's exchanging favors for his years and then he's coming here to regain those years so he doesn't die?
3: And Calliope's definitely in yeah, on Yeah,
1: I'm glad that I pointed that
3: out yes, last time. You pointed that out last time.
1: Um,
5: would the order have information regarding like
2: shady dealings of white teeth? people <laughs> <laughs> of white yeah. teeth. people yeah, actually an entire entire file cabinet devoted to people with white teeth yeah. <laughs> well, in, the, I mean, in the order's headquarters i mean order, if, if sure, anyone i'm yeah. laughing
5: no he's no he's being incredibly sarcastic right now but would they have useful information regarding
2: genies what exactly this person is like what amara it is you could try to, you could possibly call in a favor to see if yeah, you can learn more about it. I do
5: have Underworld Connections, which gives me a favor from... It,
2: that's a minor favor. That could get you some info. How, mu- how much am I getting in the hole here with this favor? <laughs> in the favor economy, there are small favors, favors, and... Large favors. large favors. You yourself can access the orders database, mm-hmm. but that would be a computer's check because there's a lot of stuff awesome. in there. So if you wanted to have someone else in the order like do a deep dive into into the, into data. the database, for anything about this guy that would be a regular sized favor.
1: Probably also because it would take a decent amount of time to actually come through all that information too. You have several hours. It's true, we don't we decided that we weren't going to start right at the actual ritual and stuff, so we Uh do have a few hours Mm -hmm. to work with.
5: Yeah, Voltaire's, Voltaire's
2: calling in a favor. Yes.
1: Okay, All right.
2: Here we go. um, Put that on your character sheet on under the notes. You now owe.
5: I now owe a regular favor
2: Mm
3: -hmm. to To the order. All right. I mean,
2: Um, well, to a member of the order. You rarely ever like owe your favors like Ah. to just an organization.
1: That's fair. That's fair.
2: Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, his name is Shorgaroth. Oh. Shorter.
3: Wow. Dude, I guess its name.
2: So Shorgaroth is an analysis demon.
3: Is that his job, or, or is that its job, or is that the kind of, of demon? His
2: job. His job. He's a demon whose job within the order is as an analyst. Right. The type of demon he is, you're not entirely sure. There, there are some questions. Voltaire just doesn't need answered. He's. Uh, I guess now you know the basics. He's. He's. He's a logic demon. They are kind of the embodiment of of logic, completely devoid of all emotion wow. and all morality. Mm-hmm. Um, just the coldest form of logic possible. Wow, mm. that's really interesting. All right, so we still we have not yet gotten into character. It's true. No. This is true. No.
4: Okay, we should okay. do that.
2: <laughs> Joan is off to the side for a bit, talking with Najashri about the prep and everything yeah. spell situation because she has no clue what she's doing.
1: Are we still at the morgue? Cause that's where we made the plan, right? Just, just so I'm aware. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're still at the morgue.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. So we haven't left the morgue yet. Is that the determination? I know that's the thing. I mean, we
3: could we can to just go somebody's out, but... place, I guess. It's true. Well, but we're all already up. at the morgue.
2: Uh, Walt, Walt, Walter Biddle's just like, uh, uh, it's fascinating listening to you guys like making up your plans and stuff. But uh, I do kind of have a job.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh <right>, so, <clears> Ross. <throat> sorry to it's impose a so. hard,
2: uh, it's a little hard to do it when you're all kind of crowding me down here Right.
1: yes
5: we had best leave the good corpse doctor
2: to his work <laughs> uh,
5: <laughs> oh I guess Make uh, me, making me want to buy
2: one of those bird mask thingies
5: Voltaire pulls out like $500 puts it on a table is just like and buy yourself a suit to go along with it <laughs>
3: Just full tear, making the world just better dressed. One person at a time.
2: It, it's totally buying like the Lego Death Star. Yep. Oh,
1: <laughs> yep. Saw that coming.
5: And um, if we are if we are going to get um, these two looking acceptable, I guess we'd better go. Better go to my place.
0: Hmm. All right.
1: <laughs> Kaden just raises an eyebrow. I'm excited. Can't you tell? <laughs> Oh, very.
3: Does he look excited, or is he just like normal?
5: <laughs> I don't know. I think I think he's gained a bit of a stone face with the three hundred years that he lost. Mm, yeah, enough. that that's fair.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so Good he just he just
5: kind he just
2: vaguely looks like he wants to kill something.
3: Nice. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, hi. Uh, so, um, old wizard McGee uh-huh. ran off to um, check his old books, I guess, to see if he's got everything right about the spell. Oh, he had better have everything
5: right about this spell.
2: Yeah, I'm hoping so too, since I'm apparently the one who has to actually do the hocus pocus. <laughs> well, it looks it looks like we are all heading
5: back to my place. Great. All
1: right.
3: What on earth did Eliana go back to find out? I don't remember.
1: Uh, You had said that Eliana wanted to go back to the casino to like find some more information about how it works, I guess? Because that's where we found out about how all the coins...
2: Like
3: one that our one. All right. So am I back from that? Like I went and I came back. You mm-hmm. said that
2: we are starting like almost exactly where we left yeah,
3: off. Yeah, but where we left off was a little bit fuzzy because we were like, all right, we're gonna have a few hours to make the thing, like make the, the plan, the, and then I was like, during that time, Eliana's is gonna go do this. Are we starting after uh, that happens?
2: Um, it has not been the several hours yet. No.
3: Okay, well then, Eliana's gonna go find out whatever I said last time. I guess. Okay,
1: uh, is she going alone?
3: <laughs> Maybe she just calls them.
1: Could you do that? Just call the, just call them Like you don't have to go alone. I can call. There's the Vin- people in the gang okay. who could go with you. Well,
3: I if okay. I don't remember what I was going to ask, but we did get information <laughs> about something.
1: Yes, I, I think I swear you might have gone back to Calliope to actually just like. You wanted some clarification on some things, I, I
3: guess. Did. I did. And then also, put. part it of our plan was think. we
1: wanted her help, correct? That was initially in the plan. Sure.
3: It's in the original plan.
1: Yes, which we haven't adjusted yet. Yeah. What if we our say. Parrot
2: that... have not even talked about changing the plan exactly. yet. Exactly. No. no.
1: So the plan, as is, is Calliope's in on, or that we want Calliope in on it. In so, on our thing. Yes. So, wouldn't it make sense for oh. this moment to get the information you wanted as well as tell Calliope about our plan? And
2: see how that goes, or your character speaks up about her <laughs> abiding mistrust of Calliope. <laughs>
0: um, like as of yet, Joan
2: mm-hmm. is the only one I think who has expressed any level of "I'm not so sure about mm-hmm.
0: this." Mm-hmm. I mean, it
2: was very quickly shot down.
5: We...
2: I mean, Voltaire, Voltaire just has a general
5: expectation of the plan to go to hell. So
3: wow, maybe we could go talk to Calliope no without getting her on ah! the plan quite yet. Eliana has a feeling, but she's not sure about it. Yet. Has she expressed this? No.
1: Okay, is she expressing that she's... What is Eliana about to do?
3: I don't know, because I'm trying to remember what I said I was going to go ask Calliope last session, but I don't remember what it was.
1: I swear no. most of it was just gaining some information about how It was some the high really simple
3: clarification. It was like... I
1: think it had some... I swear it had something to do with the chips, because that's what we found It was probably...
3: Out. I think it was the server's... She wanted to oh. go ask if the servers are monitoring every table, right? I didn't ask that at the casino, right?
1: I don't think so. Mm, I don't, I don't think believe okay. so, Okay, no. I think
3: that's what she went back to ask Calliope about. Okay, and so. she's, and agree that she's about to Ariana, do this. You're yes.
5: looking rather antsy. Um,
3: rather
5: anxious. Do you, do you have something on your mind?
3: I don't feel like we have enough information.
2: Finally! Okay, someone else says it. I got shot down earlier by mister uh, Shoot 'em up over here. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm just used to not having enough information for anything.
2: Mm.
3: Well, you already lost how many years? I feel like we should be a little careful, especially sending uh, these two into the thick of things. Uh,
5: you do have a valid point. You do have a valid point. I guess. I guess I could call in a favor to the Order. They are very knowledgeable on such obscure matters such as this
3: that's a good idea um i i think i and want to talk to I, I will
5: say i will say once again we should leave the good corpse doctor to his work yeah let's we, are, yep. we are still, we are still standing in front uh, of the corpse cabinets yeah. and yeah <laughs>
1: still here
3: we'll walk outside
1: how about we do this on our way out
3: I, walking uh, talking walking
2: good goodbye um, Rian just Yeah, yep. as to they go. leave, he goes on to Amazon to buy his death. <laughs> yes!
5: Guy. Anyway, um, why don't we all go back to my place? We can have a drink. We can relax a little bit. I can call into the order. I'm going to end up owing somebody a favor.
3: Um, I actually think I want to go talk to Calliope again. Something doesn't feel right.
2: I can go with you.
3: That would be great, Joan. <laughs> Thank you.
5: Yes, um, please, please don't go alone. Would you like me to come with you?
3: You got to dress, get these boys looking right. It's okay.
5: Uh, okay, just don't. Yeah, I don't need your help looking good.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
5: oh, my
2: dear. The worlds I could introduce you to. <laughs> I admit it'd be fun, but I think they need your help a little more than I do. I look good at
5: I agree with you on one point. The other one is up for
4: debate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how you rope me in when Rian's the one with that shawl, of his. But uh... <laughs>
4: <laughs> why is everyone make fun of my
1: shawl? Look, <laughs> hey, I can spell it from here. Hey, Nathaniel, can 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 we at least acknowledge the fact that Caden was the first one to make comments about the shawl? Because it actually yes. goes that actually goes back to backstory
2: things. That goes back. Always. And and Voltaire, I dress like this because I choose to. I have experience in. Other circles as well. Mm. I've no doubt.
4: And I just got done with a hunt before this started, so my shawl is definitely
2: in need of a cleaning. I know. No, your shawl is in need of a fireplace.
1: <laughs> look! 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 It's sentimental. It's a sentimental thing. All right. It...
2: Death stare. <laughs> she's. She kind of. She like gives a little smirk
5: back. Don't. Don't piss off the magic users. <laughs> they can turn you into any unnatural thing they feel like. It's not a pleasant experience.
1: Mm. I can only imagine.
5: I've never, tr- <laughs> I've never actually tried turning someone into a toad.
4: Don't get any
1: ideas.
5: <laughs> okay, okay. You two, Jerome and Eliana, be careful. Stay away from people with white teeth and
2: dark teeth. <laughs> oh, yes, the, da- <laughs> the dangers of white teeth. <laughs>
3: Dangers of dental hygiene. We'll be careful. Yeah, it'll be fun. Girls night out.
2: (laughs) If
1: anyone could even see under his goggles, there is a significant eye roll happening.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, alright. Gentlemen, it looks like you're coming with me. He cracks his knuckles and walks off. (laughs)
0: Caden follows. Caden
1: follows behind.
3: (laughs) Oh boy. Why is Voltaire talking about how he's going to improve these guys' fashion like the most intimidating thing he's done so far?
4: (laughs) Because we don't look that great. Hey, now.
1: (laughs) Now, Caden actually looks... Quite respectable to be truly honest, mm-hmm. he's a very respectable cowboy. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> there's there's cowboy respectable, and then there's
2: high society, respectable. high society.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And Caden don't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Okay, so um, let's go over to Eliana and Joe. Yes. Uh, back at the Venetian. Hey. alrighty. And Caitlin has, since our last session, discovered what the Venetian actually looks like.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yo, it's absolutely wild. Isn't it? It's I, so cool. I was, like, picturing, like, a, some little, like, like, pond-looking, like, some little, just little <laughs> fountains-ish. That was the, sort of what I was picturing. I was, I was not... I was not prepared
2: you look at, like, she doesn't
1: understand <laughs> vegas do not oh understand. does not understand vegas. vegas
2: Vegas doesn't do anything halfway no, it
5: apparently is. not over the, over the top it's and all up, the way up, circumstance that you can imagine
3: every
2: way <laughs> uh i i love my city it's fun
3: <laughs> <laughs> um i think it'd probably be best for us not to clue her in on our plan quite yet
2: all right that sounds good to me
3: yep Okay. Sorry, I'm nervous. I'm scared.
2: I'm, I'm okay. is, is, is Eliana weird. nervous? Yes. Okay.
3: Um, But she can't tell because she's cool as heck. Um, Yeah,
2: Eliana's way better at disguising it than Caitlyn is. Caitlyn's got, like, one in cool. I
3: have one in cool. Yeah, no. My whole... It's all on my sleeve. All right. Yeah. We walk up to the door of the high-stakes lounge.
2: Alright, um, yeah, it opens and Calliope's there waiting for us again. You've come back.
3: Yes, we just have a few follow-up questions, a couple clarifications.
2: Alright, what is it you want to know? Well, follow me in first, mm-hmm. and then... Uh,
3: <laughs> Thank you.
2: Yeah, wall appear, reappears behind us. So what is it that you would like to know?
3: For, uh, the first one's just a clarification, um, just a question. I was wondering how you, cause you said that there are rules... In place to keep someone from going over their lifespan limit when gambling with years and I wonder just exactly how that system works.
2: They cannot bet any more than their years. What keeps when them any, from betting more it, than that? Yes, any time that they put more years into chips they cannot exceed the amount before the analytics department determined that they have
3: They just physically can't do it or does a ser- is a server or someone monitoring that?
2: The chips would not appear.
3: Ah, uh, I see Alright, I was sort of curious as to why, were you, did you let us in yesterday, or earlier today not yesterday, no, just because uh, we were just sort of standing at the door or was there another reason? What do you mean? I don't know, I'm just curious. I mean, it doesn't, like, I wouldn't let just anyone just banging up against the wall into this sort of area, so I was just sort of wondering why you let us in.
2: Well, anyone is, anyone who wishes to participate in the high-stakes tables are welcome.
3: All right. I was also wondering, so what exactly is your role here?
2: My role is to maintain order and ensure that everything moves smoothly.
3: Mm-hmm. Alright, and if I'm not prying too much, I was curious about how you get paid, how your servers are paid.
2: Even supernatural entities need money to live in this mortal world. And you? Yes, I also have, I also get a paycheck.
3: Is it a good paycheck?
2: Yes, it is quite good.
3: So that's good. Um, are there, what is the, at the poker table, can you only bet in years or can you use other currencies as well?
2: Um, That depends on the game. The rules of the game are often determined when the game starts, in terms of exactly what people are allowed to bet. If the people beginning the game are particularly interested in years, then they might say that only years are allowed to be bet in this particular game, and the same for any other currency. Though there are, of course, also games where any form of currency is allowed. Those are, in my personal opinion, the most entertaining, as you find all sorts of interesting things in those games.
0: Mm.
3: And the is there what is the equivalency of a year to the other forms of currency that you host betting for, or is that dependent on the game?
2: Yes, that would, that would also depend on the game.
3: Mm. So it's decided at the table? Yes. And that's decided in qu- quantities of one year to however many favors or names or what have you, because you only the chips are each worth only one year, correct?
2: Typically, yes. Typically? There are occasionally beings who have many, many years with which to bet, and so they prefer to not crowd the table, so they have things like the ten-year... Um, chip from uh, that you discovered earlier.
3: Mm. If you have a being that's playing with quite a lot of years, are they allowed to play with other people who are have less to contribute to the table? It seems like there would be an yes. imbalance there to me.
2: They are able to in the same way that a rich man is allowed to gamble with a poor man at the regular table.
3: Mm, that makes sense. I'm assuming that the de-aging that can occur will stop at at a person or creature's prime?
2: Yes, if someone achieves a certain number of years, they won't de-age into an infant or something like that. Mm -hmm. They They will remain at whatever their prime is, and if they have an excess of years, then they would remain in their prime for however long they have.
3: All right, that makes sense. I think those are all of my questions. Do you have any questions, Joan? Actually, yeah, I do
2: have something. Do you know what sort uh, when when um, people enter the high stakes area here? Does your analytics department, like or the fate analytics or whatever, do they know what sort of creatures everyone is? When they analyze me, do they know that I'm human? And when they analyze someone else, know that they're a demon or whatnot? Yes, the fate analytics would know someone's origin, though that sort of information is kept strictly confidential.
3: Speaking of the Faye Analytics Department, I have some questions about, I mean, myself and my life. Um, I was wondering if you might have a phone number for them, or an address?
2: There is a phone number, but why exactly would you want that number?
3: Why, that's strictly confidential.
2: I like that. Why should I give you that number? There's nothing in my job description that requires me to give you the number of another department. And in our particular line of business, this isn't something that you could simply look up on the internet.
3: So why am I asking you?
2: I'm saying I am under no obligation to give you the number. One could even say that I would be doing you a favor.
1: Hint, hint, wink, wink. Shoot. How much do you want this? <laughs>
3: Ooh. It's just the number is the thing. Like we have no guarantee that they would actually we would actually be able to convince them to release that information. True. Uh,
4: is it really worth a favor? No. Nope.
3: Not if we had like execute any kind of operation here and especially not if she's in on this whole scheme.
2: Mhm.
4: I love how we have to actually think so hard on it.
2: This isn't, this isn't like Warcraft where we, we get to hack and slash our way through 90% of our problems. But I, but I like hacking and slashing my way through 90% You of didn't problems. really
3: hack
4: and slash in this last campaign.
3: It's only worth it if Eliana cashes in this favor, they manage to convince the um, analytics department to give them the information, and then Eliana no longer comes to the casino for any reason.
1: Which exactly she has the best works. cool
3: of anybody in the group I believe. True. But at the
1: same time, what about us approaching her to get her in on the operation? Would she consider that a favor as well? If you already have a favor based on the number, it's like, "Oh, we're going to She gonna...
3: might she just might not even buy into the plan."
1: It's very true. She is a little bit more, you know, we assume that she's under more obligation since she specifically said her role at, in this department, in the situation, is to maintain order and make things sure mm-hmm. things go smoothly. Yeah. Having a bunch of humans die because there's one person who's abusing certain rules, I guess, mm-hmm. would not look good on her resume if the bodies keep piling up, per se. So... In theory, it would behoove her to be interested in dealing with the problem as smoothly as possible. Mm -hmm. But again, she might consider that a favor as well. And if you already had a favor. I mean, you could
5: also twist it into, you should owe me a favor. I'm doing
2: you a favor.
1: By taking care of this person. That's a good point. Are you accepting we're, the favor I don't
3: not? think so. I don't want to be two favors deep in with Calliope. I don't trust Calliope. <laughs> Especially yeah, how for... would
5: you be two favors deep in? Yeah. What? How, how
3: would, you
5: would you be, be
4: two, two favors
1: in? deep?
3: If we have to cash in a favor to get her to go along with our plan, which I don't think she would go along with anyway. But, like, if we did. Even um, if
1: we tried to convince her that, that she would actually, oh, that's a favor because of what we're doing. I don't... Even if we could argue that.
3: I can't cash in that reasoning with her now. Mm. We could later, but not now, because she has that information. Can I ask you a question?
2: You can always ask me a question. Mm.
3: (laughs) Do you see the information um, from the analytics department about who and what everyone is and how many years they have left?
2: I receive as much of that information as I need to know.
3: And how much of that information do you need? How much of that information do you want? I know enough. You said that you wanted to figure out why this death happened. Do you have as much of that information as you need to do that? Or do you need an outside party to help you?
2: I was under the impression that you were already investigating the situation.
3: We are. I just don't quite understand why we're not investigating it together, as we have the same goal.
2: We have our own internal investigation team.
3: And how are they doing?
2: They assure me that they are making every effort.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. And have have they been here at all today? Because I haven't seen anyone that wasn't a player, or a server, or you.
2: Our investigation team is quite good.
3: All right. Well, I think that's all we need at the moment.
2: They certainly don't bang on doors until someone lets them in.
3: Sometimes you need to get straight to the point. We'll be in touch if there's nothing else that you feel like we should know.
2: All right. All right, so yeah, as they leave, <laughs> Joan's just like almost as annoying as dealing with the Fey.
3: Mm. Almost. Almost. Hmm, well, all right. We better get over to Voltaire's place. I don't feel like I we learned very much, but I do feel... Even though my initial reason for distrusting Calliope doesn't seem to apply anymore, I do feel much more reassured in the idea that she's, I think she's involved in this.
2: She's definitely hiding something. Hmm. I don't know about you, but I am excited to see how well Voltaire's
3: done. So am I. So am I.
2: He's gonna have to make a
1: check. A hard check on both of them in order to accomplish this <laughs> a style check
2: and your discipline to represent your stubbornness Our sure stubbornness? i'm okay with that that sounds like fun if you guys want to do a check it would be <laughs> you don't versus your discipline
5: <laughs> i will warn you voltaire is the kind of person he will hold a shotgun to your head <laughs>
2: To. Is that what we walk in? What <laughs> <God's laughs> on the soup? So, okay, but before that, before that, though. <laughs> so on the drive mm-hmm. to
4: Voltaire's
2: place. What are, we penthouse? Write, what are we yeah. riding in, anyway? What are we riding in? I don't know. He's he's had a long day. He'll probably call a limo. Oh. All right, we're riding in a <laughs> nice limo. All right, then. <laughs> like, the kind that has the, like, wine bottle, like, in, oh, in the God. side. He's just drinking out of a bottle.
1: Anyway, while Voltaire's Kind of going at that. Mm-hmm. Caden's gonna just be like, "So, uh, if you don't mind me asking, uh, how do you know Eliana?"
5: Oh, her, her and I are old friends.
1: Seemed a little bit more than that to me, but
5: uh, oh, my, my dear, my dear friend, I do not believe there is enough wine in this limo to get me to the point where I would be able to tell you that story.
1: Mm, I'd be <laughs> certainly willing to try. I mean, there's plenty of wine around. Many a person has tried. Mm, I
5: see. <laughs> with much stronger alcohol than you currently have access to. <laughs> Fair
1: enough. I was just curious, is all, since you two seem quite close to each other. She's.
5: she's a very good
1: friend. Mm, I can see that, especially with how you handled the situation down there in the storm drains.
5: Yeah, that was. that's, that's happened.
1: Mm, yes.
5: I've never seen so much of my blood in one place before. But I made, a, I made a promise long, long ago that I wouldn't let people that I care about to die because of me again.
1: Caden just kind of nods at that.
5: Anyway, mm. on, from, on from such depressing matters. <laughs> that you two, looking like, well, me.
1: Well, uh, I don't know exactly uh, what that means, but whatever it is, sure, we'll, we'll do what we need to. But there's no concession I'll make about the hat, unless you have a better hat.
5: Oh, I think I think I will be able to find something to your life.
1: Mm, we shall see, I guess.
4: Rianne is just really
2: uncomfortable about the idea of being back in the suit. I'm curious, how big is Voltaire's closet? <laughs> and does he have only one? Oh no, he has, oh, I'd say four. Four closets. Four okay. full-size walk-in closets. Yeah, he's definitely got a penthouse suite. Yes. He uh,
4: he, he has the entire, like, floor. He, he
5: basically just owns
2: the entire
5: top floor. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
4: What color suits are we going to be wearing is the next question.
5: Ooh, I put Caden in sort of a darker green... Ooh, velvet suit jacket.
2: Go on.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am fascinated Darker by green this. Velvet suit jacket. He would have. He would have more of a charcoaly, dark gray pants and some nice Italian shoes. I can go into more details if you'd like. Mm-hmm. And you. And he like Voltaire. Voltaire gets finished with that. He's leaving the hat until last, mm. and then he <laughs> turns to Rian. He's just like, and you.
4: Rien raises an eyebrow.
5: (laughs) Either you take the shawl off or I do.
4: Rian takes the shawl off (laughs) and just puts it over his arm for the time. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
5: I hope you realize that will not be going with you.
4: Oh, I am aware of that.
5: Oh, good. That makes my job a lot easier. (laughs) With Rian, he'd probably put him, whole black pants, whole black shirt underneath with blood leather shoes. Nice. After that, he'd go pick out some expensive cologne for real.
2: <laughs> I'm curious. Is one of Voltaire's closets filled with, like, women's clothing as well? Or, like, for other people? Or is it all just his clothing?
5: That is for me to know and you
1: to find out. <laughs> 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 He's gonna fix up Joan real good, too.
2: Ooh. Nah, Joan's, Joan, Joan dresses herself.
3: Is Joan sure she doesn't want to do anything fun? Eliana asks on the way over.
2: (laughs) Oh, I never said I didn't want to do anything fun. I just don't want Voltaire to pick out my outfit.
3: Do you want to swing by somewhere with no budget cap real quick on the way?
2: Oh, that does sound fun. (laughs) Joan and Eliana drop by a really expensive uh, (laughs) shopping store. I think Joan would pick out a shimmering silver gown to go with her eyes. It's pretty long, um, but it would have one of those slits on the side, sleeveless. Mm. Like she has her amulet um, displayed right in front.
5: Now both both I and Voltaire is curious about what Eliana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, I, I, I think, think we, all Eliana, we all are. Eliana, she's not going to take the time to like go home and grab something. She just takes she just gets something at the same time as Joan. Wow. She's wearing a dull dark red. Evening gown, dull color, with a halter top and a lead gray sheer shawl situation.
1: During this whole process of getting Caden into new clothes, and even before the hat, Caden's just going to offer a kind of thought where it's like, So, I know this part of this is to uh, disguise me, but it's pretty obvious that I was blind before. Do you think I need something else to make sure that he doesn't recognize me, this uh, Marlred character?
4: Well, sunglasses at night, <laughs> indoors.
1: At night, yeah, indoors at
5: night. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're that concerned about it, come here. We can look at some of my accessories and see see what suits you. Mm. I'll come and see, I guess. And I think I think Voltaire would just he'd just go through and he choose a rather simple, rather simple looking pair of sunglasses it's one of the one of those things that like looking at them you wouldn't be able to tell that they're expensive but if you
1: knew if you knew
3: feel it on your face you
5: would know that this costs about a month's rent wow for For this place
3: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's like, they're just carved out of dust. Sunglasses are just carved out of dust. You can't
4: like, even see through
5: Nope. Well, I mean, it wouldn't matter to him. Anyway. It's true.
4: <laughs> also, Rihanna is going to undo his
2: braid and just let it us... Ooh. <gasps>
1: yes. Just let it out, man. Just let it out.
2: <laughs> Voltaire's just like, hmm, is this what we want? <laughs> hmm.
5: <laughs> if, he, if he did that, then Voltaire would have a talk with him and was like, We must do something with your hair. It cannot just remain like that.
4: (laughs) What do you have in mind? Are
5: you opposed to
2: losing some of your hair? Give me a moment to think.
1: This is where the check comes in.
3: How long is your hair? (laughs) I think,
2: how about right here is when Joan and Elia, Anna, pop in in their awesome new gowns.
1: So Caden's a little off to the side, contemplating the sunglasses. He's just thinking about it while... Voltaire is sufficiently distracted by Rianne's hair.
3: Look at you all. Ah,
5: Eliana, Joan, both of you look ravishing.
3: Thank you, we made a stop on the way.
2: I need to hang out with you guys more often.
3: You really do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, the things we could show you. (laughs) I was more referring to the lack of worrying about money. (laughs) I must admit, that is helpful, too.
1: Then you hear... Yes, you two look absolutely enchanting tonight. And if you actually do look over, his sunglasses and the goggles are currently off. But he does have what looks to be hearing aids inside his ears. But he does have eyes, and they are seeing.
3: Ooh! Is that? Is this, like, a fun, like, blind person joke, or...?
1: I, I think at
5: this
2: point, Voltaire would just, like, jump side to side and just look at him. Joan just, like, takes stock and just, like, ah...
1: So, also for your help, his eyes are a very bright and almost clear blue.
3: Are you... Can you see? Can you see?
1: Oh, absolutely.
3: Okay. All right. Have you been pretending to be blind? What is happening? (laughs) Sweetie, you're going to have to tell me what is happening.
1: Oh, you might have to speak a little slower. I'm just trying to keep track of those lips a little bit.
3: What (laughs) is this? What is this?
1: more of a disguise
3: okay that's not enough (laughs) but okay
2: (laughs) i never really did ask what the details of your deal were Mm -hmm. but i think i pieced it together now
5: i think i might i might understand a little bit more as well Mm.
1: but uh for your sake eliana i have uh kind of special gifts when it comes to my senses but my mind can't always take everything at once. So I mm, handicap myself, as it were, as you can see, as he indicates to the things in his ears.
3: Okay. Eliana looks annoyed, and she's just like, all right. Annoyed? <laughs> Goodness. She started looking annoyed, like, like a few seconds before you started explaining. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I prefer uh, being blind over all the other options. Helps me gain a better sense of what's around me. Not being able to hear, in my opinion, is uh, much harder.
3: So why are you switching it up for tonight?
1: My might know that I'm blind. Plus, it's, it's way too obvious for a blind person to be wearing sunglasses at night inside.
2: Mm-hmm. Plus, it makes you look a, like a bit of a D-bag. <laughs> mm.
1: I'll take that more as a compliment, then. Well,
2: right. that's just a fact. People who wear sunglasses at night tend to be jerks.
1: Mm. Despite it sometimes being out of necessity, I said tend to be. Mm. He just nods. I mean, <laughs> he if, just nods. I
5: mean, if you don't want to wear the sunglasses, you can. You're, you don't have to.
1: No, no, no. It was. It's just a thought. Since Marid might know my my own condition anyway, it might not matter either way. It's just a thought.
5: Well, I mean, my I mean, my friend, you have gorgeous eyes. This <laughs> is really take the sunglasses off,
1: Mar. <laughs> well, it'd be kind of painful if I did
4: the Rean's just leaning up again What? What I furniture not, does he have? I have not have? forgot about you. what furniture he have in his penthouse. <laughs> we haven't exactly described the interior. It's true. And Fancy. Detail. the interior in great detail.
3: Not long. great detail. That's
1: we don't have time for that. Too
3: long. We
5: can come back. You no, know, you don't have time for <laughs> the <laughs> detail of my dream penthouse it, apartment. <laughs> it's really, really elaborate.
4: the Rean's just leaning up against the couch with his arms crossed as he's listening in on this conversation.
5: Mm. As, as soon as the conversation ends, Voltaire turns on his heels and he's just like, I have not forgotten about you. <laughs> am I cutting your hair? Or am I dealing with what you have?
4: Okay, say that again for my sake.
5: Am I cutting your
2: hair or not? <laughs> <laughs> I think we could get a good braid in there. He just be better than just chopping it all off.
5: He does look. He he would look so much
2: better. It's
3: so long, Eliana it's and long.
2: I could probably. Eliana, you think we we'll could do something?
3: we something. We got it. We got it. And
2: both his eyebrows <laughs> shoot Excellent. up. Excellent, <laughs> ladies,
4: do your. Rian's getting a little nervous at that is like uh,
3: How long <laughs> is his hair?
4: His original braid only went about six inches down his back, so braid undone. Much longer. I say about
3: 10, 11 inches down okay, his back. Okay, I'm thinking side ponytail. Yes. Braid going from the part down into the ponytail. What how we feel?
2: I like this. I like this. Wait, describe that that again, please.
3: Side ponytail. (laughs) Yeah. Braid going down from the part. Uh huh. Down, probably like a simple like twist Mm. going down from the part and then into the ponytail. I'm thinking like a loose, loose situation. That's really
1: cool. All right, yeah. (laughs) I love this. This is great.
5: I mean, as as you're doing that, you're gonna notice that Rianne smells freaking (laughs) fantastic. He smells
2: so good. Oh,
4: gosh, just as long as Rianne looks
3: oh, good. Oh, he does.
2: Oh, dude, he looks stunning. I think he might have overcompensated a bit with the clone. I was mm. trying
3: to
5: get the memory of his shawl
3: out of my head. <laughs> Difficult to believe. <laughs> you know, when
4: John said that, Rianne's like, you have no idea.
3: <laughs> okay, so, I didn't find out anything from Calliope, but she is definitely hiding something.
2: Most people yeah. usually are. Uh, Well, I think she seems to be hiding something about this particular situation. Yes.
3: Mm. Not
2: not someone like, yes, in general, we shouldn't trust most people. We shouldn't specifically trust her in this specific situation. Okay. That is good to know. Oh, that reminds me. I was
5: was gonna call the order.
3: You haven't done that yet? I was busy. (laughs) I mean,
5: can't you tell? (laughs) As oh, yeah. <laughs> like Kaden indicates himself.
3: I mean, look at
5: these two. They went from grimy little cowboys <laughs> looking amazing. You did a lovely I do a job. Big,
1: I, I'll accept the grimy. I also it just come from a hunt as well. I will accept that. <laughs> Also, he, he is I mean, still wearing his current hat, by the okay. way. He has not taken it off yet.
4: I'm debating if Rian would want to go for a hat or not. I don't think so tonight. I don't think Voltaire would like. <laughs> <laughs> now, as like, good of
5: a
2: job as you did,
5: you should probably do that, I think. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So he just walks off to a corner and pulls mm-hmm. out his phone. He dials up. What was, what was it? Shogoroth. 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 Yeah, Shogaroth, Okay, I, I was having I was having a multitude of other Lovecraftian <laughs> things go through I my like brain. Real quick. Um, hello. Uh, I need to be put in touch with Shogaroth as soon as possible. Will do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Their whole music is like heavy metal music. <laughs>
4: Why am I not surprised?
2: <laughs> some heavy metal music for a bit, and then yes. Ah, Shogorov, It's been a long time. <laughs> yes, it has.
5: Yeah, um, I'm. I'm in need of your help. What exactly do you need, Voltaire? I'm. Um, I'm. I'm in need. I'm in need of a favor. A favor. <laughs> it's nothing. It's nothing too extensive. <laughs> I just need you to, I need you to do a deep dive into the order's records and see if you can find anything on. Eliana, what was his name? Mordred, Morin, or something.
3: Mordred, M-A-R-I-D, I'm guessing.
5: Mordred. He, he seems to resemble a jinn from the Middle East. He, he recently stole about three hundred years off my life. Ha ha ha! Good on him. <here. laughs>
2: I was rather, I was rather surprised myself. Any other information you can give? You, you can hear, you hear like cli- uh, keys clicking in the background. Any other information you can give?
5: He's dark skinned. He has a fantastically white smile. I mean, I'm talking. You you know how the boss has his like just abnormally white ties. Yes, I'm, I'm painfully so. Painful. Yeah, it's painfully white. <laughs> and they found a particular red, sandy-like substance underneath the victim's fingernails. And um, he is absolutely not shy at all about giving anyone his name. All right. Me a bit. I'll get back to you. Excellence. You are you are a gentleman in a skull.
2: <laughs> it is your like maniacal laughter at that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was that was entertaining.
3: Did you find out anything?
5: Well, I didn't find I didn't find out anything. But the order's best analytics demon is currently searching through every basically everything known to man, beast, and demon.
3: How long do they usually take to get back to you? With this sort
5: of thing? Uh, two, three hours. Hour or so. This this is kind of what he does.
3: What time is it now?
2: I'd say we're getting close to like five, six.
1: Kaden. Hmm? Actually, no, it'd be yes, because he would have had to be looking at you already.
5: Uh, you you should you should come have a look at the selection of hats that mm. I have. Oh. Not that you can actually look at it. <laughs> you walk in, and these closets are just impossibly large. And this subsection is just full of pretty much every high end hat. <laughs> Caden just nods. Alrighty then. I mean, I, I did go through I did go through a few jobs down down in the southern states, so I would... I tried to blend in, but I always
1: ended up looking like a peacock. Yeah, can't be like us cowboys down there, can you?
5: Oh, no. (laughs) It's, how would you say, a fish out of water? Mm, Yeah, probably something like
1: that. So, I don't know. So there's, like, basically any hat imaginable is there?
5: You have have your choice between, like, some really good-looking, like, cowboy hats, but Voltaire would do his best to steer you more toward either a bowler or a fedora. So the
1: thing is... You haven't actually seen him take off his hat, so you don't know what his hair looks like either. Just, just so we're all clear, and so everyone else will know, he actually has a mullet. Like he has hair that kind of extends down the back of his neck, underneath the hat, but it more or less kind of just rises up. It's a very interesting, very '80s style mullet versus like more modern styles. And so it it doesn't like extend long on the sides; it just extends really long more in the back. And then as it like rises up, it almost kind of Poofs in a way towards the front. It's a very bizarre hairstyle that I found. Was possible Sims had it, so Anybody. I used it. Uh, you would probably want him to have a hat, to be truly honest. Well, he hasn't currently taken off the hat that he has been mm-hmm. wearing. True, because he's okay. So he's wearing a green suit jacket, right, and charcoal gray pants, and like nice Italian yep. shoes. Are they mm-hmm. are the Italian shoes black as well? Okay. Oh yeah. Um, and then the shirt—is he wearing white, or is it a different like color?
5: No, I think I think he would be wearing just a very, very crisp like it's very, very white, but it's not
1: painful. Right. Anymore. I'll figure out the hat stuff while
2: we do the other things too. I'll think about it.
4: Yeah, Rian is kinda grateful that the girls did his hair
2: instead of, of <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah, as we are heading out, you get your call from Shogaroth.
5: Ah, this should be this should be exciting. Hello, Shogaroth. Yes. What what have you found?
2: Well th- this is certainly an interesting one.
5: You, you're telling me I'm I'm currently sitting here with silver hair.
2: Well, it seems he's been doing this for a bit. Uh, we found photographs of him. That saw uh, an individual matching this description dating back to the 1500s in England.
5: He has been doing this a
2: while, but found nothing of this figure ever showing up in Arabia or the surrounding area.
5: Very interesting. Can you give me anything specific about where in England you have found you have found him
2: popping up? Now, uh, he moved around a while until a bit after the real colonization of America began, and then he moved over to there, apparently gambling his way to immortality for a few hundred years.
5: Very interesting. So, if he's from England, why is it that he resembles a gin so much?
2: Here I thought only white people lived in England.
5: <laughs> I mean, you are not wrong. Most, most people in England are hasty people. Hasty people. I was being sarcastic.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> gotcha. Hang on, you can be sarcastic. Oh, you and I need to talk more. Anyway.
2: There are other races besides white people in England.
5: I try to avoid England on the whole. France is much more inviting, in my opinion.
2: Mart is obviously a pseudonym. We couldn't find any birth certificate or anything from the correct period under that name.
5: Well, thank you, Sugar Roth. Is there anything else that you would like
2: to tell me? uh no just i'll be watching i'm interested to see whether he'll take the rest of your years or not well to be honest i'm hoping not because otherwise it'd be a waste of you wouldn't be able to repay me for this favor but (laughs) it'd also be entertaining
5: Oh, i'm sure it would be i'm sure it would be anyway thank you my friend i look forward to whatever your twisted mind comes up with for payment of this favor as am i
0: (laughs) well friends
5: it seems that our friend isn't from arabia According to the orders records, he he originated in
2: England. England. I told you that he didn't seem like a genie. Mm. I said that at the beginning, but everyone shut me down. I didn't shut you down. Well, not everyone.
3: Speak up. for that. Hi, everyone.
2: Eliana didn't shut me down. Thank you, Eliana. Very yes, yes. Him being a djinn seemed like the
5: most likely course of action at the time. Hmm.
4: So are we talking about just a regular old human who's just been a successful gambler at life?
5: Mm, no,
1: there's something else. It
5: it's some
1: sort of magic. Here. There's some. Mm, mm. There's something else there. I know, when I smelled him, it was. Uh, I didn't get everything, but... I smelled sand, which is why it made sense. But I also smelled wood smoke, which does not make sense.
5: What kind of wood smoke?
1: After I got hit pretty hard in the head, I, I couldn't really focus on what it was. If I was near him again, I could probably tell you what it was if I just focused on that. Hang on, you, you got hit in the head by something? Well, d- didn't you see me, like, almost pass out and stuff?
3: Yes.
1: No offense, I was a little... Yeah, you were... Yeah, that's fair. That's I, fair. What specifically fair. happened? Well... uh. When I tried getting a a good sense of him, I got the smell of sand and the smell of wood smoke, but I I felt there was something else there. But before I could figure it out, I just got this raging pain in my head that just hurt so much I couldn't think straight off really figure anything else out.
2: So I'm guessing whatever he is, he has some kind of psychic powers Mm. just, yes, there.
1: Yeah, I think he also spoke to me. Something about... uh, May being a little too curious for his lacking or something
3: in your mind Mm. so much for disguises
2: i say we beat him at his own game come again well he's obviously been cheating right Mm. all right yeah i say we cheat so we're going to cheat the cheater out of his multitude of years
3: yes how do you propose we do that I oh, don't no, I
2: have a little bit of experience in this department. Mm,
1: I bet you do. Would those yeah. be
2: collective group deception checks since we'd all be cheating at the
3: table or something? Good question! Well, not
2: everyone has to cheat. You could try to win fair and square with your cool.
3: So what we just take his years until he dies? Is that, is that the new plan?
2: From what I've heard, it seems that
5: that's the best way to end it. If the game he plays with me is any example, he lets you win the first few hands. How has he taken all these years? He has to be doing something with the chips. So
4: that or maybe he's betting more than the average person. He
3: is the um. I when I talked to Calliope, she talked about how certain um, players with much more to gamble can use uh, higher marked chips, like the ten chip we found.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, so we know he's got some kind of psychic powers, which means he's obviously magical in some way. And weird smelling of sand and wood smoke. Maybe he's working some kind of weird spell on the chips. When
1: well, he doesn't really have to do that, does he? I mean, he has the years, and you said he's allowed well, to bet all those things. He's I mean, taking just...
3: more than is being bet, though. True. Voltaire lost much more. That's than That's true. He's taking
1: it from him. That's right. Okay. The one
2: that we found was like it was a like a ten mm-hmm. ten year piece, mm-hmm. ten year chip. But that wasn't his. The only one from that old game who was still playing was the satyr. I don't know. There's... I'm I'm missing something.
1: Eliana, you said that Calliope's hiding something, right?
3: Definitely.
1: You'd think she'd definitely be interested in someone who's cheating the house?
3: Her job is (laughs) to maintain order. So, by virtue of her job description, yes. She said when we were first there that the chips do disappear... When the person leaves the table, and
5: why didn't the tent? Because the saber was still playing.
1: That's what Joan was indicating. Oh, it
5: was
2: the, the man had that weird sand under his fingernails, mm. right? He did. And the only thing he grabbed was the chips. Mm-hmm. Is he like making his own
4: chips? Wouldn't they able to detect if they were real or fake chips?
3: Then? Not if they didn't care.
4: Where is old wizard McGee? Honestly, I don't know.
2: He would be really helpful.
3: He seems to show up whenever he wants.
4: Maybe he's still looking into his
2: books on that spell we originally oh. planned on. Or maybe he got distracted because he's ancient.
3: Anyway. I think that it is pretty reasonable to suppose that first, this Marid is cheating, and second, that Calliope is letting it happen for some reason.
5: I mean, it would be nice to know what sort of magic this person is using. Or even what on earth this person actually is. Um, if you want, someone can flip a story point
2: to remember
3: the... I won't flip a story point.
2: Voltaire has all the facts. So. Oh. oh. Are we doing all the facts to get a bunch of info, or one story point to get one hint? All the facts also gives you some mechanical benefits when you have supreme <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. which you could use... It gives me, in... me
5: It gives me a story point per, like, significant tidbit of information. Mm. Okay
2: that's That's that'd be good okay
1: that's more worthwhile then
5: i think and those story points are used up when Mm -hmm. i use them they don't go to jonathan right okay that's good okay so
2: the first thing you remember
5: if you look at voltaire he just suddenly gets very quiet and he's just walking looking straight ahead
3: um
4: you look like you're in deep thought something
3: up huh you have something is
5: that a light bulb i see Yes. Does anybody else remember when they referenced that our age-stealing friend was playing at a table frequented by half-breeds? I do. Thank heavens. I believe he isn't a full gin. He smells of wood smoke and
1: sand, yet he's from England. If know? he's half-gin, then the sand pot could be explained through that. Again, there was something else that I couldn't tell.
3: That's probably the other
1: half. We're dealing with a half
5: jinn who has a particular proclivity for red sand that has to do with his magic. Mm. That
3: would explain why he Uh, needs uh, the years.
5: The red sand must be how he transfers his magic. He loses, so all of his poker chips coated with his disgusting red sand mixes with everybody else's and then jacks up the prices.
3: How would we avoid our chips being affected if we did try to beat him in his own game?
2: Cleaning your chips?
4: I think it would be quite um, obvious if we try cleaning our chips during the game.
2: I could do a dispel of sorts to um, unenchant our chips. Or if one of us wins a bunch at the beginning, they can just leave the game then. Well, it's leaving the rest of us to keep playing, and he still doesn't get his benefit. As, as long as you can dispel... Dispel his enchantments, magic sand. Like, because for example, you won a decent amount at the beginning. I did. If there were multiple of us at the table and you left, then he wouldn't have been able to spread it among to anyone else, really. That's and fair. you would have just gained back a lot, a lot of years.
5: I see your point. I like this plan a lot better. And obviously, I'm not going to be at the table. That would be a gigantic red flag, and and I don't really think we need that. I, however, can watch our dear Calliope and make sure she doesn't
1: pull any shenanigans. Caden kind of raises his hand, and he's like, Well, I personally don't want to be attached to that table at all.
3: I don't think anybody does.
5: I'm failing to see your point.
2: I don't know. I think it'd be quite exciting. I think I can beat this guy.
1: I just have had plenty of experience with gambling with things that I should not and I know that I'm not very good at it.
5: Very interesting. You have yet to propose another option that you could contribute.
1: I'm just saying that I do not have to be at this table either. And I could also be keeping an eye on Calliope or other things going on.
5: Okay, so Caden and I, we can run back up and everybody else cheat the cheater out of everything he wants. And then we can... I don't know. Can we still bind the half-djinn? I'm looking up Jones' <laughs> knowledge lore on this mm-hmm. one. Knowledge
1: Supernatural. Oh, I, oh. Supernatural. I don't know
3: how poker works. Is there... Like, could you just get all of Marid's chips and then walk away without affecting anybody else?
1: Uh, that mm-hmm. involves... Mm, without affecting everyone else?
3: Everyone yeah. To get his efficient. chips.
1: You'd have to have other people fold and then pressure him into going all in. Okay. Which that is... Mm-hmm but like you can't do that if he has more than you mm-hmm.
2: you have to pressure yeah, it basically we need to put enough pressure on right. him
1: right like if he doesn't have very much like left mm-hmm. and you just went all in that would basically mirror what his bet would be I guess mm-hmm. then it could work and but the other people would have to say like they have to fold
2: because then they're not part of
1: that specific pool
2: of chips mm-hmm. so the question about whether or not he could be bound basically no People who are half of anything don't have to follow by the same rules. They're basically humans with a few upgrades. The same way that Eliana here is allowed to lie, whereas actual Faye can't. Mm.
5: So excellent. We cheat the cheater out of all of his years and then put a the bullet through his head. I'm not sure the bullet would be required.
1: If, yeah, if all his years are gone, then I, I think he just would also shrivel up and die like the rest
5: true, but... I really want to shoot I, this I man. I think all
1: of us can. Kind of, you can what? shoot the body after it's dead, I guess. We're really into that, I guess. That would make me so feel better. What the... <laughs> well, Wait, does Eliana say that? Yes. Wait, what
4: did Eliana just I mean, say?
3: shoot him as soon as you walk in. I could do that.
4: I don't think it would end very well, though. Yeah, we don't want the cause scene. Also, though, if he does catch on and things do get a little rough, perhaps it would be best if we went in prepared for a scuffle
5: I'm always prepared for things for things to turn sideways.
4: I've got my wand. Uh, Voltaire, do you know if it's possible to hide some knives in these suits?
5: You bring a knife anywhere near that suit, and I will skin you alive and make you into my next <laughs> pair of shoes.
1: How about guns, then?
5: I I have already taken care of all of the equipment you will need, and if, it, if things do go sideways, find me and you will have
1: all of your pretty toys. Caden's going to keep his cane, though.
3: So... All we have to do is pressure him into going all in
1: well, I like the first part, which is to take a lot from him at first yeah. and then get out and then you are in a better position then get right then you are in the position to put him in the position of all in keep in mind again he is he's i think he's doing more than just cheating with the chips he if he is somewhat psychic, he might be able I'm to key in on that. some of your guys' deceptions. Which, Caden, okay, okay, Caden's gonna say
2: this now, I guess. Mm-hmm. I might be able to help with that, too. Oh? With the psychic thing? Oh. Wizard, I'm not just a pretty face. Yes, yes. Um, I'm not, like, I'm not old Wizard McGee, um, I don't have, like, centuries of experience, but mm-hmm. I think I could put up, like, a rudimentary mental shield around okay. those of us going into this. You know, keep him from seeing our cards, I guess. And then, of course, with him being unable to repeat my mind, that makes it a lot easier for me to cheat. I think we have a pretty decent plan. You ready, Eliana?
3: I don't usually usually like playing games where I don't know all the rules. But if it's what we have to do...
2: Well, I know I like this plan a lot better than the old one.
3: As do I.
4: Though I must admit, I feel a little sorry for the ones who had to go gather everything, wasting their time. Well, there are other uses for such things. We anyway, totally all right. It. So, let's
5: head to back to the Venetian. To the Venetian. Away. Oh, <sighs>
3: episode it's a big fat long one because we've we've been collecting clues long enough you know gotta gotta get to that conclusion see how it goes and i didn't really want to put like spend a half an episode developing a whole plan and then spend another entire episode developing a whole different plan instead of the first one i don't know i felt like that would be a mess so here we are Another reason why we're giving you the conclusion to this arc a little bit early is because we are actually going to slow down our update schedule to releasing an episode every other week instead of every week so that we can maintain the regularity and the quality that you deserve. And also so that I don't die from lack of sleep Uh, because I, I am discovering why people drop out of college to do creative projects like this, but I'm not dropping out of college, and I'm not dropping out of this, and thus the shift in release schedule. If you want to keep up with exactly when we're uploading, I would recommend following the Genesis Archives on YouTube, at the Genesis Archives on Twitter, or thegenesisarchives.tumblr.com. If you look us up on Twitter, you can find the link to our Discord server so we don't have to stop chatting or hanging out during these a little bit longer wait times between episodes. With that, I'm gonna hand you over to Baron for our mechanics moment.
1: Hello everybody, my name is Aaron, also known as Baron, and I play Caden in the Unseen World Genesis Archive campaign. I will be filling in for Caitlin this week during this mechanics moment. And occasionally, throughout this campaign, you will be hearing from Jonathan, as well as me, filling in for Caitlin as well. Now, Caitlin is amazing at what she does, but she gets very, very busy as an editor, and life just, you know, happens. So I am just happy to fill in during this time, and this is just a great moment and a great opportunity to be able to interact with you in this way, since I don't always get a chance to do so. The topic for our Mechanics Moment this week will be careers. We've already covered a lot about skills and skill checks and determining what your character is, you know, naturally good at. That usually comes with your characteristics. Now what determines what your character is actually good at, or what they're practicing, or better yet, what they are skilled in. In other RPGs, this is defined as a character's class. In Genesis, it is defined as a character's career. This is something you choose after you choose your archetype now when you choose a career it comes with what we call career skills specifically eight and no career has the same collection of eight career skills they're all different and therefore have a lot of variety now the reason this is important for not only character creation but also for spending experience as a whole is because the career skills are much easier to invest experience in I don't know if Caitlin has told you or not, but we actually gain experience as characters after every session of the campaign, and we can use that to continue getting better at what we do. When you invest experience into a skill, you spend five experience times the rank you're trying to invest in. So for example, if you wanted to spend experience to gain rank one in resilience or vigilance, you'd spend five experience points. Now, to determine how much you spend for other ranks, you spend five times the rank you're trying to invest in. So, if you wanted a rank three in vigilance instead, you'd have to spend 15 experience points. Career skills are important because with non-career skills, you have to also spend an additional five experience points on top of the base we just calculated. So, if vigilance happens to not be one of your career skills, and you wanted that rank three, instead of spending 15 experience points, you now have to spend 20. Ugh. It's not that big of a difference, or it doesn't seem like that big of a difference, but it does in the end with the amount of experience we gain after each session. So we have to think very carefully where we want to put things. Let's put this into practice and see how this works mechanically and also narratively in our setting of unseen world there is the career known as monster hunter the career skills that come with monster hunter are athletics perception survival vigilance melee light ranged light ranged heavy and knowledge supernatural looking at those skills we could see that typically a monster hunter should be pretty good in a fight any fight they have three primary combat skills as their career skills and they also have a career in vigilance which is great for rolling for initiative. But they're probably not that good in social situations since they don't have any career skills that are social, naturally. That doesn't mean that when you build your character, you have to only invest in career skills. You can absolutely invest in a skill that is not part of your career. And that's the fun of Genesis that you can start to design a character that is specialized in other things rather than just their career. That could be something narratively, such as maybe back in the day, your character was as a monster hunter was just really good at charming people. They don't do so much now, but they still have that skill. And so having a career as well as investing in skills outside the career is what helps to add a lot of depth to your character and also is what helps really flesh out and develop the relationships between other characters since the party will usually never be all one career as fun as it would be to have an entire party just full of monster hunters certain things might arise where talking with a monster might be the better option because fighting it would probably kill you and that should wrap it up for careers as a whole so thank you again so much for listening um again Uh, I don't get to say it very much because I'm not really involved directly with this part of the process, but thank you guys for listening in. Um, It's been a lot of fun developing the story and playing with all of my friends, and we're very happy at the positive responses that have come so far from it. I hope that you continue to enjoy the podcast and that you continue to guess and to theorize along with us as we go. And please enjoy the rest of this episode. Thank you again so much. Bye-bye.
3: Thank you very much for that, Aaron. I've never seen a Bob Ross video, but I'm assuming that it feels as soothing and, and relaxing as that mechanics moment felt. I'm I'm genuinely looking forward to the next one. But anyway, I'm going to let you get back to the conclusion of the High Roller arc. Let's find out if fortune really favors the bold, shall we?
5: Yes, we have a boat that will go through the streets of downtown Las Vegas. Oh,
4: can't you guys take a joke?
3: (laughs) Okay. Says the man who won't take
5: jokes. (laughs) So we go
2: back to the Venetians in our magical flying boat.
3: Establish that.
2: I have my bag of holding. Um, yeah, Joan has a purse as well. And just as the basics, because thumb- as beautiful as this dress is, it does not have pockets. <laughs> That's what are that's, for. that's why you have purses. It's
4: very rare, rare to find a, a dress with for. pockets.
2: That's <laughs> why Joan's normal outfit, her jacket has pockets, and her jeans have actual pockets, unlike most jeans. women's. Oh, so
1: Caden yeah. has on him just what he could take from his bag into his pockets because he won't carry his bag with him. So he'll have his cane and one of his guns on him. Uh, he does have blessed brass knuckles, which are going to be in one of his pockets, and then, of course, he has his cane and then... I don't know, is there anything else I actually get away with? I don't think so. Joan...
2: Rianne has nothing because of Voltaire's mm-hmm. strictness. Joan has her amulet on display. Good thing the I neckline is just low enough that, like, the full amulet is mm-hmm. out there. And, of course, she has her wand. And she also has her shield bracelet as well.
4: Well, everyone has something but me. <laughs>
2: because i have your things
3: get a purse
1: that's why he has the bag of oh, holding
3: that,
2: that's his point you know like i have all of your things okay. in my bag of holding okay, okay i didn't
4: i don't think we actually clarified that um so
2: there. joan's gonna whip up the mental shield Ooh, Ooh, nice. yeah, Excellent. Good. Um, who's at the table exactly uh, looks like Rianna, Eliana. Rianna is <laughs> yeah, we have enough advantages for everyone whoo there you go here we go
4: folks
1: uh, but before Ryan goes to the table Caden's gonna kind of like take him to the side and just he's gonna be like look Ryan, out of everyone on that table I'm most worried about you No, fa- I hope you don't take offense to that but, but at the same yeah, time this, this, this feels a little bit out of you know your depth or comfort zone you know
4: it's not just yeah. that I
1: mean are you nervous about all this and all that jazz
4: no the suit brings back some unpleasant memories the suit's so. what you're worried about
1: Out of all the things that could go wrong tonight, this suits the thing that concerns you.
4: I am more concerned about what's going to happen, but this does bring back some unpleasant memories. All right.
2: Uh, Hey, guys. Mm.
4: Yeah. You're coming?
1: Mm. Hurry up. Just do your best. And stay cool. Use that nice, peaceable demeanor. Just don't give everything away, all right?
2: I'll do my best. All right. So we head down, and this time the door just opens for us. It's because we're dressed
1: for the occasion.
2: (laughs) Well, Actually, it's because we came here with the intent. Ah. You have to be willing to gamble.
1: It's not exactly subtle because we look so good, but it's definitely a better approach than our first attempt at that door. (laughs)
2: Let's just say (laughs) that. So Marid is just setting up at a table when we show up. Oh, Showtime. Is there anyone else
4: at this table?
2: Not yet. All right. Matt lucked, we lucked out with that one, then.
3: Eliana walks up. Goes to sit down. This is Rian. She says, may I join you?
2: He smiles, his bright white smile. Of course. Then Joan comes well. And then um, not long after the group sits down, the satyr from earlier of course. shows up. Of course. Oh, man, this looks like the table where all of the all the good-looking people are hanging out. That mean it's my table, too. <laughs> Hey, you were included in that, Rianne. Where are we sitting here? Uh, So, where's where's Marid? Marid Marid is at the head of the table, like against the wall.
3: Eliana's going to sit directly across from him. Marid.
2: Joan would sit right next to Eliana. And Rianne will just sit right next to Joan then. Okay, so the Seder guy sits right next to the other side of Eliana. Uh, (laughs) We're all sticking
4: together at this.
2: (laughs) Hey you know, if I win, I can give you a bit of your stuff back for free if you want to go out for a drink.
4: Mm. No,
2: Eliana. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, like, leaning <laughs> up there. He oh, is flirting. Shoot. He's sorry. not doing a good job of it, but oh. he is flirting.
3: Sorry to say that again. You I just yanked that. out my and Darren's earbuds on ice. Yeah. <laughs>
5: the Seder is doing an absolutely awful job of flirting with eliana Excellent.
3: as always <laughs> well we'll see how the game goes all right eliana was like silent you... and serious and distracted like the whole way here but as soon as she walks up to this table she's just turned on all right Let so the...
1: kaden is trying to stay out of marid's field of vision but definitely mm-hmm. keeping an eye more on the table, as well as
2: trying to just see where Calliope is as well.
1: But he's going to okay. be um, focused more on the table.
2: Yeah, as this begins, Calliope shows up, just moving around doing her mm-hmm. job. Um, and then make a perception check since you're All right,
1: her. three and four, two blue die, two black die.
2: She's doing a pretty good job of being discreet, but you're too good. <laughs> um, you can see it you're unblinded mm-hmm. yourself. You can see that she's very subtly watching the game. Mm-hmm.
1: Caden will nudge Voltaire if they were more or less right next to each other and just indicate Kloppy is definitely focused on what's happening at that gang, as much as we are.
2: Very interesting. Mm. All right, so let's begin. What is Eliana's cool or deception, whichever one she's using? She's
3: going to use her cool. It's three yellow and one green.
2: And so you don't have the handicap that Xander didn't know he had last time. I didn't know I had a handicap. Um, The handicap of the other guy is able to read your mind. Uh, Now we're flipping a coin.
4: Oh
2: no. Luck be a lady. Yep. Lady luck luck herself. herself. Let's see what she feels about all this. That's interesting.
4: That's never good
1: to hear. Please join me in my knocking of wood. Caitlin, thank you.
3: <laughs> um, what is, What's the buy in for this game?
2: 25 years. I it was Ooh. 20 years last time.
3: It's 25 this time. Oh, it was 20 last time. Oh, yeah. was it 20? So I been
2: 20. Okay.
4: Yeah, I'm just going to go for the minimum
3: 20.
1: It's too late. Huh?
3: I, I know. I, I, I'm <laughs> not getting out of it. I'm just, I don't like it. I, I know like you don't it like all. it, but. 20 years is a
4: lot.
2: Looks like Caitlin or uh, Eliana wins the first hand. Nice. And um like Mars smiles at you and is like Looks like you've got a you're having a good start.
3: I tend to be rather lucky. Uh
2: Joan actually loses a pretty decent Oof. amount to Eliana in that I don't... hand. Oh okay. Joan's unfazed.
1: As like the game is progressing, uh Kaden's keeping his eye on Calliope to see if there's any shift
2: in behavior. All right, Eliana wins again this time. She's getting a pretty decent amount. She's going to live for it. Let me
3: know when we hit the point where, like, we need to walk away in this plan. Is there, like, a set definable point, or do we just call it when we feel like time's right?
2: I don't think, yeah, there's not really a set definable point. You're just going to have to call it.
5: And point of order, has Joan already
2: cast the Dispel to get rid of Mard's shenanigans? Not yet. I think she'll do that once Eliana indicates that she wants to get out. Do we have all of Warren's
3: chips at this point?
2: Like,
1: what does his chip count look like right now?
2: After that second one, he's lost a decent chunk of chips. He's not half or anything, Mm -hmm. but solid chunk. Then uh, Joan wins some. Off of him as well. The satyrs losing big time. (laughs) Or is it just those two girls? Oh, yeah, I forgot, Rianne. What's <laughs> oh, your cool? Two yellow. Ah, it's not bad. Okay. It's better, that's than true. Nothing. better
1: than nothing. All
2: right, uh, Rianne loses the first one badly. Oh, badly? Oh, that's yeah.
1: not
4: good.
2: Eliana currently has won the most. You have lost the second most. The satyr has lost the most. I knew it was a bad gambler, but this is ridiculous. You lose again, <sighs> but your next hand is looking really good. You must have so got a triumph or know. something. Then Rian wins. Nice. All, right.
1: all right. He's going to get some back.
2: You win a decent amount. You win some from Marid. Some of Marid's chips have gone into all three of our pools. <sighs> okay.
1: And most likely, actually the satyr hasn't won anything, so he hasn't actually been touched with the, with Marred
2: stuff yet, probably. Um, and so I think right now, right now would be an Ellie optimum Is when time. Joan's going to do her little dispel. Mm-hmm. She kind of like slides her wand out underneath the mm-hmm. table. So he's gonna have to make, I guess, a Skullduggery check first. Yeah, most likely. Not bad, but not great. This is
4: far more nerve wracking than real
2: Success on the Skullduggery. Okay. So you guys don't feel anything, but Joan does a little thing, just slides her wand back, successfully dispelling the, I guess, corrupted chips.
1: <laughs> okay, with that, I mean, he's not going to notice exactly when it happens, but is there any change in Calliope when that happens, that he can observe?
2: Yes, that happens, Calliope has a very, very slight intake of breath. If you weren't watching her like you were, you, you right. would have noticed
1: it. Is he? Did Voltaire go off, or are they staying like pretty much near each other so they can like communicate?
5: Um, I, th- I think Voltaire would stay a little bit closer to you. He's not exactly the most attentive person <laughs> ever.
1: All right, then he's gonna indicate towards Voltaire and kind of just whisper. Now I don't know if uh, it was because of whatever uh, Joan might have done or has done, but I think Calliope more nervous now. She seems to just like. Inhale slightly. Something happened. Ah, she's familiar with what's going Mm. on. I think it might behoove us maybe to distract her if things don't seem to be going her way. Well, I
5: mean, I can be very Mm. distracting.
2: (laughs) Being your very gentlemanly self. All right, Eliana wins big again.
3: Where are we at with Mard's chips?
2: He's lost a pretty decent amount of the chips that he's put in. And Eliana has the biggest amount of Marit's
3: chips. Now would
1: be a good time to pull out. I I think it would. Gotta start putting pressure on him. I mean, you are probably the best player. That's what
3: I'm thinking. But at
1: the same time, you have pretty much most of his stuff. Yeah. That I think would put the most pressure on him. But again, this is Eliana's decision right now. Is she so in love with the game that she wouldn't think to pull out
2: now or like? Actually, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Gosh, I'm sorry. We are, so we've established that Eliana really gets into these sort of games. We have. Last time. Yeah, we have. So we're going to make this into. Uh, we haven't actually used the agency system yet. <gasps> um, ooh. All right, please.
3: Talk, talk all about the agency system.
2: Explain for the sake of our listeners. Yes. So the agency system basically. When we get to points like this, where you have to basically go up against your nature, in a sense, then you can go against your nature or you can give in to your nature. I, as the GM, offer you one or more story points and you can take them if you give into your nature here and you will lose some agency. However, you can also reject, in which case you have to give me an equivalent number of story points instead, Ooh. but your agency will increase. Okay. Offering one story point, so either you get you get an additional story point, or I get an additional story
3: point. How many point.
4: do we
2: have
4: Ugh. currently?
2: We have three currently. You have three. I have four.
1: Well, what well would we also have what other story points you guys can't currently use it, but we do have a few extra ones through uh, Voltaire. Uh, Voltaire stuff. has three. It's true. Three, mm-hmm.
2: but those cannot be used. Not in this, in this game, game. But we could be used game. later for something else. Does <sighs> Eliana fold or does she continue? Uh,
4: hmm. Eliana continues.
2: All right, so you get the story point, and Eliana loses five agency.
3: Ooh, where do I write that? We
2: all start at 50, correct? 50 yeah, you start yeah, at 50 yeah, agency. Yeah,
4: yeah. I thought it was 55. Nope. nope,
2: 50. Yeah, it's every 10 that it starts affecting you, so you're not quite at the point where it'll have any mechanical effects yet. Right. All right, she oh, continues. Yeah. All right, Joan's next. So Joan kind of like glances at Eliana, like, mm-hmm. hey, aren't you supposed to, you got a note by now? Joan wins, and Marid's starting to get a little worried here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you start to see, like, just like the slightest crack in his because normally by this point he's started winning back
4: a lot more than he's this already is where put in. Really should start kind
2: of cutting out then. Rianne loses. Dang it! Marid gets a decent chunk of Rianne's.
4: I may be the youngest, but heck, I don't want to die.
2: Going back to Eliana. And I'm going to spend two story points.
4: I think I will use my common I would like to flip loop. at
3: least one of those back. I can't flip two back, I, can I? I?
4: No. I'm going to use ready for anything. Once procession has an out of turn on I may move one story point from the game master's pool to the play pool.
1: Where are we at with numbers of story points, by the way? We have six, all he right, has that's one. That's pretty good.
2: <laughs> We've made up for current process. So
4: that's fantastic what you talking about. Mm, uh, okay. That's the only time I can use it. You're welcome.
2: All right, um, Eliana wins the pot. (laughs) Yes. How many years do I lose? (laughs) Which forces Marid to add in more of his years. Right, because
1: he probably could have bet more than he just... uh, Interesting. Okay.
2: So Marid has lost almost everything that he had at the table, so he has to cash in more Mm -hmm. years. Ethan, what's, what does Calliope mm, look like? I would like, uh, would it require another
1: perception check? I have just been mainly observing her.
2: Since it's been one consistent ob- uh, thing, I'd say um, you don't have to keep making okay. checks with this. She, like, pulls out a cell phone and says something into it, um, but she's not facing you enough for you to read okay. her lips, says something into it, and then puts the phone back.
1: Does her face reveal anything, or is it... Okay. No. I think Terry going to need to... Maybe provide that little distraction we talked about earlier. She did just make ah. a call. I couldn't tell to oh, who or to measure. what, but I'll see what I can do about finding mm. that out.
2: Calliope turns and walks out to leave. Ooh. Oh,
1: you yeah. might make you no, might no, maybe no. be able to do that fast.
2: Voltaire's <laughs> we'll following. Voltaire we'll follow follows Calliope. Yeah. So you follow Calliope yeah. as she leaves and she like walks over to an elevator.
4: Ding
2: um
5: excuse excuse me maybe you can help me i think i'm lost ask the help desk ah the help desk you must you must not understand i believe you know exactly what happened to me and what is happening at the table with my friends she presses the closed door button walking in
2: (laughs) (laughs) he jams the door and he's walking in this is highly irregular now she's finally showing it something on her face her face is kind of strange this is highly irregular Yes, so
5: is losing 300 years when you only bet 30.
2: I'm sorry, but I have... That has nothing to do with the Venetian or Olympus Industries. Would you kindly cut the crap? My
5: friend saw you looking at the table with our half
2: gin friend. I am on a... Is it against the rules for me to look at the tables that I am in charge of?
5: It is against the rules for you to allow someone to cheat people out of the very lives that they come here to death i'm sure your bosses wouldn't like to know how you have been allowing a half breed to muddle things in one of their high stakes this is a coercion check well yes as he's saying that he quick draws a shotgun oh shoot oh goodness me you're
4: going all out all right what's your coercion
1: man
5: good question
4: (laughs) I a good question. In the... I don't think if... I have any. You have one rank. In. I have one rank All in coercion.
5: Right. Excellent. I have
2: one rank in two plow Wow. Mm.
3: How hard is this?
2: Should have gone. I wish that coercion was labors. based on
3: presence.
2: Hopefully. Okay, you can put, put the gun down. It wouldn't be much help to you anyways. There's no need to inform my employers. Then I suggest
5: you start answering my question before I start reupholstering this elevator.
1: He's not... He lost 300 years of his life, even as great as a silver fox. I am 300 years past my limit on patience. I'm an old man. I, I don't have much control over my actions anymore.
2: <laughs> the finally, like, her facade fully cracks, and you can tell that she is terrified. of right. Yes! Okay, but I'm not necessarily him. of you. Look, you, you don't understand the forces that are at play here. Then start explaining. There's There's... Far more going on than in this city. Talk, tick, talk. You don't understand. If I if I said anything, she would. I I can't. If you don't say anything, I
0: will
5: kill you myself. He fires a shot into. Holy
2: crap!
1: (laughs) I I I thought she was about to crack anyway, but now.
2: Okay, look. It's this. It's this. She lady. She. Oh. and roses she coughs up rose petals and collapses to the ground. Bloody rose petals and thorns coming oh, wow. out of her mouth.
5: Well, that was climactic.
3: Oh my gosh.
5: He fires the second shot
2: into her just to make
4: sure. Her- oh serious? <laughs> How much damage is it? It doesn't doing? matter.
2: <laughs> um so a shotgun at Point blank range on a already dead person. I'd say
1: is more than effective. It's extra dead.
2: <laughs> she so now you so you blasted a hole in her stomach. You can see the bits of rose coming out of her innards as well. Oh Very pleasant. As essentially a rose bush burst into sudden growth inside of her stomach.
0: Ah.
5: Very interesting. He, as he exits, he just runs his hand down all of the buttons and then leaves. <laughs>
2: okay. Yeah. So the elevator goes on its way up. He stashes. He stashes the shotgun. Does down. he make his
4: way
1: back and to? Shoot. So while this was happening, there's probably at least another round. But he's gonna make his way back to Caden.
2: Uh huh. Yep. And you guys have five story points. I don't know if. Do I'm you want to spend any? Uh, Eliana wins the pot again. Oh, oh
4: my gosh. merritt has gotta be panicking right now.
2: Oh yeah. I think it's um, time for you guys to leave.
3: Eliana's keeping it relatively yes. cool, but like she her eyes are bright and intense.
5: As Voltaire as Voltaire comes back, Eliana said she positioned herself opposite of, oh. That's okay. Marid.
0: Yep.
5: He's gonna just walk, so he's directly behind Marit at a distance, and he's just gonna give Eliana a look. Alright,
2: Joan wins the next pot, And Rian loses most the- likely.
3: What kind of a look?
5: He's, he's going to do his best.
2: Back. Okay, it, it back. Is it one of those get out now kind of looks?
3: or just like a there's a storm coming looks?
2: There's a storm coming. All right, Rianne manages to hold on to his <laughs> how to much his how, how
4: many years have I lost
2: already? That's a good question. Um, I think you've had to put in a bit more since then because you lost badly at the beginning. Gosh. So I think you've lost a total of 25 years.
4: Putting me at 50 for crying out loud?
2: Hey, then you'll be older um... than Caden. Marid's just like looking at Joan and Eliana's piles of chips all in. Oh. he puts in on the th- last hand.
4: Rian. Oh, <laughs> smart man. Smart man. I lost my entire life. You, let, you lost ability. a quarter of your life. No, I've doubled in age exactly. Oh.
3: <laughs> so what are the options anyway. here? Just so I am sh- very sure of what's what my options are here. He
2: put in enough chips here to equal Eliana's oh. pile. So you have, so to, you match have, have to match his bet. You want to keep going. So he's all in. What's Joan doing? Or I guess technically no, equal to Jones because Jones is slightly small is a little smaller than Eliana's. So you wouldn't have to um, bet everything in your pile. Joan would have to Joan be all in. To. Eliana would not quite right. all what in.
3: What do I have to lose precisely?
2: You would lose everything you'd won pretty much, except for maybe you'd probably keep a decade if you like only matched him. Yeah, so you'd lose all the stuff that you gained if you lost, but you would still come out on top overall.
1: But then if he won that pot, he would have gotten everything back, and what you've just done would Mm -hmm. have been for nothing, except for you made
2: him really stressed.
3: Mm -hmm. So in terms of years, if I lose this...
2: So right now, the (laughs) cheater-cheater-pumpkin-eater situation Mm -hmm. removed with the magic corruptive chips this is a good millennia gathered
1: he has lived for a long time
2: walk away well he's only lived for like 500 ish but he's been consistently cheating people out of way more than right exactly so he probably
1: has a huge build-up
3: this is a very different choice than the last choice yes it is i don't think it's a love of the game choice at this point i think she was rocked by voltaire's look a little bit
1: three millennia on the line one currently your own
3: she's gonna
4: match so that means
2: that she's choosing to risk Mm -hmm. a thousand years in order to beat this guy so I think Joan is gonna spend I'm gonna spend a story point as Joan's going all in here too Rianne oh. is worried
4: sick at this point.
2: <laughs> Joan wants this guy out. She's got her reasons for um, having issues with this kind mm-hmm. of person. So, what's our sicker guy doing right now? He folded. This is getting he doesn't foolish. have that much. He don't got that much. We he, like we have
3: that much.
2: He ran out of years. He's back because, as an immortal creature himself, he only has other people's years to bet. So he's out.
1: So. If Fair you enough. had looked at Caden, whose focus is now on the game and the table since Calliope's no longer there, and he like sees what's mm-hmm. going on, if anyone was actually like really paying attention, there's a flash of
2: worry in his eyes. Uh-huh. This is currently the most exciting game in the place. Like lots of people are watching this now. Uh-huh. So no, oh, shoot. no. Marit is now better. visibly sweating for the first time That's you've really ever good.
4: seen. It's called reentry. A lot first
3: victory. So are we oh, ready? I want a story point.
2: Flip one back. This is
4: gonna be the most difficult roll of the century. Technically the most
5: difficult roll
2: of the last three millennia.
5: Very
1: true.
2: <laughs> Alright.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Eliana puts her hand down. Marid puts his down. Eliana put a full house. Marid puts a straight flush. Mm-hmm. And Joan gets a- yes! A-1-0-1.
4: A-1-0-1. Oh my God! Holy
1: crap! Oh, that was stressful. Oh my gosh!
4: At least one of us won. Oh
2: my gosh! It's so what great.
4: Mara's reaction—he
2: breaks down. No, no! 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 His accent breaks too. His fake American accent. No! This is not how it's supposed to work. You cheated.
3: You cheated first.
2: You had to have cheated. This is impossible. Where's? Where's the person in charge? I'd,
5: I'd say that's when Voltero would walk up behind them. She's a little tied up at the moment.
2: Sorry, pal, but looks like this wasn't your game. Well, I think it's time to end the game. But first, I don't really need all these years. I have no interest in being immortal. So, Eliana, here's your years back. Thank you, Joan. Rianne, here's yours. Thank you. I don't know, actually, uh, I think I'll give you both just a little bit. Extra. You an extra five. Oh, but you also oh, you, you didn't
1: you did you bet all in or did you match his bet? I matched. So then she actually you has matched. another decade on top of that, right? So she you got actually, you actually get fifteen years.
4: Oh my. So I get five actually Yeah. How old is Ryan right now? Twenty five.
2: Okay, then yeah, he doesn't get younger. Yeah, you're basically um, back at your prime if your prime wasn't twenty five. Prime is anywhere between like twenty to twenty eight ish. But once again, I don't need 3,000 years. So. I will
5: happily take it off your hands if you're looking for something. Oh, uh,
2: yeah, I'll give a um, bunch back to you. Give you back your 300. But I don't know. I think I'm going to give the rest to the house. Wow. Oh. What That's even
1: more cruel. That's so good. Like, no, no, give it
2: back. <laughs> give it by. back. I need... What makes you look? I can tell you. I can tell you anything you want to know. Just if like I'm not, I'm I'm not here on my own. I was hired to be here. Just give me, give me the years what back. how's this fairy lady? A fairy. Yes. Yeah, uh, you know, sh- the she. Uh, you know, cat cat eyes, big court, big whole thing. Uh, she wants to cause trouble. Wants to stir things up in 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 the in Vegas. Wants to mess up the city and um. I just, I, I'll, t- I'll tell you more after you give me the years back. I'm not ready. So, wait, there what was a they-
1: huge crowd watching this game, correct?
2: Mm-hmm. And he just blurted Whoa. that out in front of He's desperate. everybody
3: He's desperate. What did she look like?
2: I'll tell you more after, the only other thing we have is after I get You're my years back.
3: I'm not in a position to be making demands, my friend.
2: This is dangerous information. You're in a
3: dangerous position.
5: This is when the shotgun comes back oh. out. Oh, he feels it at the back of his head. Oh, go ahead,
2: give him 10 or 12 years. I can just shoot him no, now. No, no, I'm over 500 years old. I need a minimum of 500 to ke- to break even here.
3: Let's build our way up to it, Otherwise, shall we? Give him 10.
2: Otherwise I'm turning to dust. And this
1: is bad? <laughs> For me. <laughs> I don't know how much we really care about that, especially since you didn't care very much about all those other people who turned to dust.
3: We all know that you don't deserve to live, so how about we give you a little, and you give us a little, and we build up to 500 as we go.
5: <laughs> Start talking. All right, all right, her name is... Dang it. Oh Vol- no! Voltaire, Voltaire just—he just shoots him. <laughs> He's dead. Because
2: he, as soon as soon as that starts happening, he knows what's what going to happen. Happened? And you see, mixed among the brains that just got splattered all <laughs> over the table are also rose petals and thorns.
3: How does the whole? Oh, I think they freaking really run! Act. I bet. Eliana looks sick.
2: Shocked. Like, yeah, Al Joan looks isn't looking good either. Just don't kinda like backs up from the table. And like people like some people run like the humans and half-breeds in the room just run. Um Rian,
4: he's surprised, but he doesn't um jump Aristotle back.
2: immediately grabs Voltaire from behind and forcibly puts his hand behind his back and breaks the shotgun. That was my favorite shotgun. And you just shot a man. Yes. Your points? <laughs> He was dead so anyway. While... Do not permit shooting people in the head regardless of whether they're about to die or not. Oh no, he was already premises. dead.
5: There was there was no about. There was
2: no about to be discussed, Aristotle. We can actually watch now as roses grow from his neck.
0: Fine.
2: Aristotle, Aristotle, look, you're still be-
5: going to be held. I currently am being held. But I promise I won't run. Could you at least put me down?
1: Sets you down, still has your on uh, your back. Thanks, uh, Kaden is <laughs> gonna make a perception check on the bushes. Why not? Like, also, he was one of the few who probably was unfazed by the entire event. Not surprised that Voltaire yeah, Joan, did it, I, not surprised at what happened.
2: Joan's seen a lot of horrible things, but that doesn't, I don't know, Joan's not quite hardened to, I don't know. She's <laughs> she's definitely not taking it as bad as Eliana, Eliana is. Eliana
3: to find a bathroom. <laughs> This okay, is, yeah, definitely not that too much.
2: Joan does look a little green. Caden is hardened by these kinds of things. Okay, so what do you uh, want to know? You got a, you uh, with well the succeeded. Well, I
1: can't hear, so I guess I can see and smell. I guess, I don't know. The only other thought I could have was him to make a knowledge supernatural check. But I didn't think I wanted him to do that until he made a perception check to get a better feel for
2: like what it was. Your senses are being assaulted. You can smell the blood, you can smell the urine because as he died,
3: he defecated himself. I love love Uh, that we always include this great mm -hmm. great flavor.
1: I love it, I personally Mm -hmm. love it.
2: (laughs) Um, The blood and stuff is mixed in with the very strong smell of Mm -hmm. the roses. These are not obviously not natural roses. They're stronger than regular roses are, like the scent is much Mm -hmm. headier. There's definitely the touch of the fae here.
1: Okay. Hmm. My hope is if there is like a triumph or advantages, I wanted to maybe help those make a a knowledge supernatural check because I was paying attention to what he was saying.
2: So yeah, that triumph can upgrade your knowledge supernatural check. What's your knowledge Uh, supernatural? It's two and two. You know that this sort of thing could only be done by like something pretty powerful, because there's no like there were no actual Fae in Correct. the room. This was done from far away. Rosebush just grew inside this guy's stomach and burst out what would have been mm-hmm. his mouth. So this is incredibly powerful, but other than that you can't you can't tell.
1: The only thing he could maybe guesstimate is that it's most likely seely because of the nature in which it is. It's the growth of a rosebush of all things.
5: I hate I hate to be a downer on this situation, but we might want to leave before Olympus Industries gets here.
2: Well we're already here. We do sort of own the place. Oh, oh, oh who just watched? Someone appears. Is it Fortuna? Of course. It's Fortuna. Yep. Gotcha.
0: Ah! So you
2: see in the center of the room a beautiful woman dressed like an old-style Vegas oh, singer. Oh, okay. Like? like one of those... Yeah, like Whoa. the ones where they'd, like, sing really close to the uh, microphone yeah. and stuff. They like elbow-length gloves, no. like those elbow gloves and things. Type. You know, I do have to say that was quite an entertaining game you put on there. Oh, yeah, Eliana's not even in the Eliana's room right gone. She's not even in the room right Eliana now. Eliana's
3: gone. She's staggered out.
2: Probably should probably go check on her. Well, I should probably speak to all of you on this. So, just just a second. Um, Eliana, like, you were in the restroom yes, puking. Yes, and
3: then I think she, she started cleaning oh. herself up a little bit, but she's still completely shaking. Okay,
2: while you're cleaning yourself up, you're suddenly in the, like, in the room awesome. again.
3: Yeah, that doesn't do well um, for her.
2: Caden steps in front of the table. <laughs> he tries to block um, her. Vision. And then and then your nauseousness is just gone
3: that's fun
2: you're like really nauseous and then it's just okay that's that's good oh sorry and then like visual problems (laughs) like if your makeup had smeared or anything those are fixed (laughs) it's nice to meet you dear
3: uh yeah (laughs) <laughs> like not as white as a sheet um, and she's just like it looks like she's trying to respond but like noth- nothing comes out
2: <laughs> yes we, we tend to have that effect mm. it's not often that I get personally involved in these things but then again it's not often that there's so much writing on a game so uh, I take it okay. I take it three millennia isn't exactly a standard bet no it's quite fun and exciting to see you all did a wonderful job, I do have to say. Well, except for the unfortunate man over there. (laughs) I just wanted to thank you all for your help in bringing things back to normal. And you in particular. Um, Aristotle, could you please let go of the nice man?
0: (laughs) Mm,
2: Let's go of you. (laughs) Ah, thank you. It is so unfortunate to learn that one of our own turned against us. Thank you for dealing with that situation. My pleasure. Yes. I did quite enjoy Calliope. It's sad to see her go that way.
1: I mean, it was rather climactic. Roses in law. That makes Caden raise his eyebrows. He kind of just like gestures to the rose bush behind him. The same thing. Same thing. Hmm. Why do you think I blew his head off after you started calling? Well, other than your personal
2: vendetta against him, I don't know well I mean you're not <laughs> now I do have to say that I would quite prefer if this sort of situation she's kind of gestures in the general direction of the grotesquely murdered man um, it didn't happen in either of my casinos again I I assure you
5: unless unless you call upon me for assistance I will not shoot anybody in the head in
2: one of your casinos in the near future Good. Well, I have other places to be. This is Las Vegas, after all. Luck always has a place. Forgive me, um, Aristotle over here broke my favorite shotgun. Yes, I can help. <laughs> she waves her hand, and the gun is normal again. <laughs> ah, thank you. One last thing before you go. Know that I will be watching all of your, uh, escapades with interest. Thank you? Um, she gives, like, not quite a bow. She's too high above mm-hmm. you for that. Uh, and then S- vanishes into the wind that wasn't there before.
5: Anyway, all in favor of leaving?
2: <laughs> Everybody raises
4: Eliana
2: their hand. Eliana
3: doesn't raise her hand. She just turns around and starts walking and shakily out.
2: Yeah, Jones is like, um, okay, yeah, I'm doing what I said before. Everyone gets their years back with a little change, and the rest goes to the house. And then I'm also leaving. Excellent.
4: Rian's just gonna wait for everyone else to leave before he actually gets up and just calmly walks away. He's oh. heading to the bar. Voltaire <laughs> is headed after headed after Eliana, and as so he's so June.
5: as he's
2: as he's going, he's just de aging along the way. <laughs> yep, going back from silver fox to just regularly dancing. Rian
4: probably still looks the same as he. Uh, Caden's <laughs> also following behind that group after Eliana. Yeah, Rianne's gonna walk to the bar. He needs...
1: Needs eat. a drink.
4: Well, not... It's been a long day. Not quite for the reasons you're all
3: thinking. Okay. Anyway.
1: How are you holding up, my dear?
3: <laughs> Eliana just shakes her head, and she's just walking towards her car.
1: That bad, huh?
5: Eliana. Eliana. Hmm? I apologize for you having to witness such unpleasant matters.
3: Okay. <laughs> um, are you okay? I will be. I just need to get to my car, and then I'll be fine.
5: Can I at least offer you a drink?
3: Um, Oh, oh, that's what the car is for.
5: Uh,
2: in that case, can I join you? (laughs) Sure. Joan Joan shows up and says, "Like, hey, um, I can I can get us some of the good stuff from back up the. Oh, I have
3: some of the good stuff in the car. If we if we want more, I have a feeling we'll be needing
2: more.
1: I wouldn't mind several drinks right now." Yeah, Sounds we're, like we're going drinking. Yeah,
4: Rian's not with you guys right now, so he doesn't say
1: anything. <laughs> How did they say this? Lahiam. What? Caden is confused because he couldn't read that properly. <laughs>
3: like, <"You> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> How dangerous is it to mix the good stuff with painkillers?
1: Oh, gosh. I mean, you <sighs> do have a self-driving Ooh, car, but moderately, I
3: moderately dangerous? Goodness me. How many wounds um, did you that's suffer? An,
2: that's like... You I don't know. Those are both those downers, Those are both right? downers. Uh, We're pretty oh.
3: high right now. It's
2: unadvisable, but it's not as bad as if you had an upper and a downer right, at the we'll same time. All right, we'll
3: do a little. She does that as she's walking to the car. It's okay.
1: in her purse. So, wait. So, oh, so she took the painkillers? Yeah. And so then she's going to be consuming alcohol soon. Okay. Yep. I doubt it would kill you. So I guess are we all headed to the solstice then?
5: Most of us go to the bar and proceed to drink
1: a lot.
2: I
3: don't
1: think <laughs> We'll see. We'll determine that next time. Joan
2: doesn't drink a lot, but she has she allows herself to get one of the expensive options on the secret yeah. menu.
4: Rihanna never drinks, but he's making an exception for a uh, personal for no reason. Okay.
3: Eliana drops That's everyone cool. off and then drives home.
4: Oh.
1: Dang. Well oh, dang. all we right, Caden uh it takes a lot of alcohol for his senses to actually be dulled, to be truly honest. I don't think he's yeah, gonna get yeah, there. So yeah. I think
5: there's possibly gonna be a drinking
1: contest between Kaden and I don't know if you Ophair. can I don't know if uh, you can we'll convince be... him into it, but we'll see. All right. And How see did I pull it up?
4: Uh, that well, was that went well.
2: Yeah. Um S H O R. So favorite right two. <laughs> Favor two.
3: sure
1: Shorties. Okay.
3: The logic demon.
1: The logic demon. I love it. Well, interesting thing that.
3: Hey, my yes, hey. once per hey. session. Per
1: se-
4: once per session. Hi. Hello again. I'm sorry I'm late. <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, we're just getting ready for the good part. Yeah.
2: Hey, Mom. No. What exactly do you need, Voltaire? <laughs> Hello? Hello. Is, like, is there a meeting for the activity?
4: No. Wait. Oh. We, not right. We not for a prob- while.
5: We probably aren't the people you're looking for.
4: Yeah. 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 Hey,
0: Voltaire.
4: I do um, like my so balance? So yeah. so There's still
0: somebody
4: there. Yeah, Now They're meeting. Hey, I've already nearly died twice. <laughs> okay. When
2: was the second dead? Dead? time? mostly alive. Hey, that's
4: true. <laughs> what?! That, was, uh, that made that's no that sense. sense. Do you kind of have a cane as well right now, or no? Because I think you mentioned something last session. No.
1: Wait, what?
2: No, I don't have a cane. Oh. And now the real mystery is starting oh, to unfold.
3: Oh. Yes,
5: we get to go take on Mistress of the Fae, more.
3: Mm-hmm i uh, really oh, traumatic scary. flashbacks when I watched Torchwood is when I was a kid. Oh, shoot. I was like, oh, it's another I, Doctor that is, Who show. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Torchwood got dark, especially the... Yeah, that's, that is where I got the idea of it, was I the fairy it. episode of Torchwood. Boy. The fairy episode is my personal favorite, despite how horrific it <sighs> is. Uh, I started
3: having flashbacks the second you started talking about it.
2: Yeah, the fairies kill people by making them puke up roses. Uh, is that really, like yeah Okay. Mm-hmm. like their entire like stomach and like uh, um stomach lungs respiratory system it's just, just filled yeah. with, with petals it was
3: really easy to get to eliana's shaken place because i just like threw myself back to watching that for the first time hmm. at approximately 13 years old or something oh goodness i didn't know i was oh, done man.
2: this is a rather intense <laughs> obsession uh, you have no idea I'd say 25x8 for this one. Thank you very much. Thank you, (laughs) gloriousness.